Live from the place of all the land, Henderson, Las Vegas Journal Review columnist Ed Graney is about to give us his eye test. Who is big? Who is fast? Which media member asked for a selfie? Find out now. Who am I talking to? Cassie, stop whispering in the background. Cassie, just talk on the phone. Back up for a second. Jeez. Come on. What's up? Oh, you're not holding out anymore? Yay! Well, for for a few minutes, uh, turning Ben Goats against me is like the nicest kid who's ever walked the earth. (laughs) I don't know where you got turned against you. We didn't turn him against you. Cassie told me you were turning him against me during the entire interview. Obviously, you believe Cassie? Well, she's working hard out here because she listened to the entire show while she was working yesterday. So obviously, she's doing nothing out here. (laughs) (laughs) She keeps telling me what's on the show. I'm like, are you here to work? She's like listening to the show the entire time. Her whole job is sets up. She sets up a camera and walks away. Did you uh, hear she brought donuts today? Yes, Yes, we did hear she finally succeeded. Yeah, she's got. I I helped her. I helped her with her camera and her coffee walking in today because she's holding so many boxes of donuts. She's got that uh, Archie TikTok money. She can afford donuts now. She literally, when we came back from the practice and sat down, her phone beeped. She got $6.36 more. (laughs) more. So every time we sit down, her phone beeps. She's got more money now. Wait, why is she getting it $6 at a time? I don't know why. She can tell you why she gets $6 at a time. But how about this, though? She's on ESPN last night. So I I said, oh, can you sue them for the cockroach? She goes, sue them. They're paying me. Every time that damn video is out there, whoever uses it has to pay her money. Who's paying? ESPN's paying Yeah, yeah ESPN. It's the, the rights of whatever, so they don't know they're exactly paying her, but when they yeah. take it, they know it owns someone, so they'll give to the whatever they give to whoever it gets back to her because it's her video. Right. They take it from TikTok yeah. and pay TikTok, and then they're eventually it ends TikTok up with Cassie. Her. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah. I'm impressed. I'm not going to lie. I'm impressed. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed with her uh, <laughs> donuts, and she's got more money than any of us now. Um, and uh, and now it's becoming like a popular theme out here at Raider Breck. Yeah. For, so for those of you that don't know, Cassie Soto has a dog, Archie the Corgi. Yeah, Archie. He's on TikTok. Uh, uh, one of his videos went viral of Archie falling in a pool. And last night, SportsCenter played this TikTok before they did some not top 10 of people flopping because Archie flopped his way into a pool. And now Cassie Soto is getting paid for it. That's pretty much it. That's I, pretty much it. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed by Cassie Soto. Um, we we asked Adam Hill this, but I did want to get your expert opinion on it. John Brown, his nickname is Smoke. Um, can he be nicknamed Smoke if he's the second fastest wide receiver? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm more watching uh, Mark Paul Glazer out here, so um, <laughs> I actually have no problem with him being nicknamed Smoke. Um, but he's got to be, well, yeah, because the other guys, the other guy's a fast muffer now. So if fast. one guy's a fast muffer, then the other guy must be smoke. Yeah. So I, I have no problem with John Brown being nicknamed smoke. So wait, you're actually falling around the offensive lineman, Jared Jones Smith. Yeah. Because where we stand, the offensive lineman works out, right. They work out right in front of us. So we can see all of them. Uh-huh. So I'm, I see Paul Mark Glazer uh, working out and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good group. It's a solid group. Is there, I mean, is there any chance that the reason they're putting the offensive linemen in front of you guys is because they're the biggest, so that it obscures your view of everyone else? Yeah, yes and no. You don't really get to see much. Like I said, you know, we we come in after an hour, and you can shoot for like thirty minutes. Like Cassie and Heidi can shoot for thirty minutes, and then the horn goes off, and you can't shoot anymore. They're every they're they're doing the important things inside where we don't see it. 
So we just see kind of drills and stuff, and then they go, okay, we don't need these uh, schmucks out here seeing anything real, so we're going to go inside, and they have to go back to the media room. So Nathan Peterman's completing all of his passes inside. Uh, yes, because Adam saw him uh, throw two incompletions this morning. <laughs> yes, live with us. Although one of them, he blamed Josh Jacobs for falling down. Yes. Um, you, you turned Ben Goats against me. Um, he's like the only guy left that actually I can get along with at the paper. Um, and now he's against me. So um, I'm not going to let you do, Tyler. I'm not going to let your negativity <laughs> and your pessimism turn him against me. So, um, yeah, I'll just leave you with that. We didn't successfully turn him against no, you. No, we did not. We tried. No, Ed just left. Oh. Ed's gone. Oh, he actually left. This is, Ed, this is quite left. the holdout. I enjoyed this holdout <laughs> from Ed. Oh, yeah, this is this is good. This is good work. So um, now, now we're talking to the actual star of... No, Raiders we're talking to the, the owner. Yeah, well, whatever. You get all the notoriety from it. Um, so you're getting paid every time this video is used on, like, SportsCenter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I, I haven't seen the checks yet. It takes, like, the, the licensing company was, like, we send out checks every 60 days. So maybe 59 days from today we'll see some money. God, I hope it's, like, $2. I, oh, man. Hey, any dollars, I can say I made money off of this guy. Well, I assume you paid more than $2 for Archie, so I don't think you integrity say <laughs> I made money yeah. off Wait, of Archie. you paid money? It's a dog. You can find a dog. I did pay a lot of money for Archie. Yeah. And his training. Yeah. But we don't need to talk about, we don't need to talk about, about those figures. <laughs> so, so, so you're at a net loss. Oh, yeah. Every, I, oh, every dog sure. owner is. Oh, yeah. Massive oh, yeah. net loss to have a dog. Just not as much as a child. Uh, pro tip. So, okay. You also, Ed told us before you came on that you got $6 at practice today. What the hell did you get $6 for? For the views. Like the view count. I don't know how they calculate it, but we're up to like almost $50. $50 for your video. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah, just, just need. From TikTok. Just from TikTok. And then we get like the licensing. So like the sports center, that's a different fund. So I we'll see. see. Yeah. I see. So you just need to have, um, what, a few more videos hit 30 million views on TikTok and you'll be able to get up to like three, $400. Oh, you know it. <laughs> yeah. Are you disappointed? And creating is hard. It My is. Goodness. Are you disappointed none of your other videos have reached like, you know, 15, 20 million yet? Yes, because we have a hundred and like almost 80,000 followers, but the video views have just declined drastically. <laughs> so, you know what we're going to do today? I think we're going to go live because some weirdo commented voice reveal, please. So I think they want to hear the boyfriend's voice. Are you sure it's the boyfriend's yeah, voice they want to hear? Yeah, this is getting creepy. So, so I think we're going to go live on TikTok later today because people can donate money while you're live. So we'll see if we get any cash off of that. God, this sounds like the biggest scam, and you're on the right side it, of it. It is. It is. I have to file taxes on this, right? Not if if it's under a certain amount, I don't think so. Like I, just, I don't. I don't think you're going to be like, yeah, I made fifty-seven dollars and thirty-three cents off of TikTok. Does, and then it's going to cost me $60. <laughs> is anyone scared Archie's about to have an OnlyFans? He you know, should. corgi butts are a thing, actually. So okay, we could get weird will... real quick if we wanted to. We probably should. He's I mean, got the, we, yeah. the best bubble butt. Mike Mayock would rate his bubble butt pretty he high. He would. Mike Mayock would draft Archie in the first round more than likely and be better than most of their picks. Um, so how come none of Archie's videos that feature his butt have gone viral? 
do you remember that one? He's like, I've been trying to go famous on TikTok, but it's not working. So here's my butt. Yeah, it was probably one of the best that videos one, you've done. Yeah, that one didn't. I don't. I don't know what that one's at, but that one's probably at like twenty thousand now. It's too bad. So um, you managed to actually bring donuts this morning and didn't blame anybody for it. I did. I did bring donuts. So you two, basically two dozen from Pink Box. So you basically admit yesterday you were lying when you blamed Heidi Fang for not bringing donuts. I showed Ed the text message proof of me asking her if I should, and she was like, "I recommend no." So I didn't, and then I did now. So everybody's my friend now. Everybody's your buy friend. People with donuts because you have a famous dog, or because you brought donuts. Because I brought donuts. Oh, I see. You know us media members. We love our free food. Does anybody else there care about your dog? Not, not a bit. Not of one. Okay, good. That's that's how it should be. Um, okay, why were you telling Ed Graney that we turned Ben Goats yeah, against wh- him? When did this happen? Yesterday, I was listening when you had Ben on, and he was talking about how we can't he can't drive, or we know this already. But he was like giving details of of uh, Ed not um, being able to hit drive and read directions at the same time. Yeah, what, yeah so- that's that's a direct quote from Ed. Oh, I don't know that. Well, anyways, whatever. Oh, my God. Ed is now (laughs) holding out from the show because you gave him bad information. He can go back and listen to it. He's not going to. He absolutely is not going to. He's going to take my word for it. He is, which is, you know, maybe the biggest mistake of his life. But (laughs) you you have caused Ed to hold out for no reason. It's a good thing. Good things happening here at Raiders HQ. I can't believe you you took our interview with Ben and turned it into, uh-oh, they're turning Ben against you. Eh, you'll get over it. Yeah, if Ed shows up tomorrow, I'll be over it. If Ed doesn't show up tomorrow, I won't be over Can it. Can you be imagine? Yeah. I don't think don't. he's that mad. I don't think he is either. I hope he's not Dave, that mad. Dave probably isn't against him. Is Dave, Dave Shane against him? Well, we'll call him soon in a minute. Yeah, see, I guess we're going to if we can turn the whole staff against Yeah, him. well, we're turning slowly turning this show into just a uh, like review jur- or sorry, journal review uh like lineup. So, yeah, we'll just bring them all on. It as, just, there as, you go. as long as they all agree to make fun of Ed or Cassie, then it's acceptable. It's a win. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you feel like you are um getting good content at Raiders Camp Cassie? right i guess like i think ed was telling you guys we don't get like any of the super interesting stuff so it's just like a lot of butt shots when they're stretching yeah i was gonna say what do you focus on when they're stretching uh honestly i try to find gruden like to get some b-roll of him because i'm like i don't want this large man's butt in my frame (laughs) oh see don't you want to go viral again come on cassie get like oh we do like a fart animation or something every time they bend over you should be allowed to bring archie out there Imagine. Well, did you guys see Joey Bosa posing yesterday at like their their uh, media day, and he had this like terrified dog in a in a cart? I did not see that. Him? No, was it his dog? Yeah. I don't know, but the dog looked terrified, and I was like, if the Raiders ever need to borrow Archie, let me know. Well, I, I'm willing to bet that Archie has more views on TikTok than any of the Raiders players. So true. Archie should probably, probably be true. allowed to come out there to Raiders practice. Yeah, he'd be the most famous well, one here. Just probably. ask your boss. Yeah, just to, <laughs> right. Just yeah. Okay. find Mark Davis again. You got the toilet seat covers figured out. Find Mark Davis again and and For get no Archie reason. out there. You got it. Yeah. All right. Get out of here, Cassie. All right. Thanks, Cassie. Thanks, guys. Is she hanging up? Like, I don't understand. Are they hanging up on us, or is Ed going to come back on? Right now? Yeah. I don't think Ed's coming back on. 
Ed, okay. Ed held out from the 745 segment entirely. He Okay, he answered the phone both times you yes. called him. Yeah, okay. So you called him. He answered, but then before uh, we actually went to the interview, he gave the phone to Adam Hill, and we never heard from Ed. Now, it sounds like we caught him where he wasn't prepared. Because you called him, he answered, and then we went on the air. We could hear Cassie whispering in the background. It sounds like Ed was trying to do the same thing, but didn't have Cassie ready to go in time. So he actually talked to us for a few minutes and then ditched us. Man, relying on Cassie seems like a good idea. He'll be here tomorrow, won't he? Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, you are really screwed. I am really screwed tomorrow if he's not here. All right. Coming up next, Sam and Ash join the show. You're sitting in the press box with Grainy and Bischoff. Call the judge and get some fudge. Call the judge and get some fudge? On ESPN Las Vegas. Sam and Ash joining us now at SamandAshLaw.com. 702-820-1234 is the phone number. How are you guys today? We don't have Ed. Ed is not around, unfortunately. Oh, it's okay. Does, does Ed even work anymore? I got a question. I no. Mean, it feels like like we're we're batting like nothing here right now. No, so they, they keep sending him to these hockey games, and now they think it's important for him to go cover Raiders stretching drills in the morning, and... He's now <laughs> he's now holding out because we actually have called him twice during the show to have him on from Raiders stretching drills. <laughs> and he's holding out because he's mad that yesterday we tried to turn one of his co-workers against him. Whoa, wait, wait. So what happened? What's, well, this, what's this? We had one of his story? co-workers on and we asked him, hey, is Ed Graney like the dad of the Review Journal Sports Department? Because he's a bad driver, but he always insists on driving. There's a funny story about Ed trying to take a nap at the Review Journal one time. And the guy the guy we talked to, Ben Goats, is like really nice, like nicest guy you'll ever meet. And Ed's not happy that we're trying to turn the nice guy against him, too. Oh, oh. okay. So, oh, rude. Well, but so what kind of demands is Ed making before he returns? Well, he hasn't made any. That's the problem. Yeah, he just all he's doing is he's giving us not Ed. Yeah, like he's, he's just Ed? grumpy and just yeah. not here. Ash, does your client have any demands? <laughs> I mean, he's got a lot. You know, he wants a little filet mignon delivered every morning. Yeah, and he might drop oh, his suit. Uh, so we do have a story here from the New York Post about the United States Postal Service and how. 5,800 of their workers get attacked by dogs each year, which seemed like an extremely high number. How many of those, though, has Rocky accounted for? <laughs> Never. Never. Actually, I have a funny story of Rocky. Uh, a FedEx guy came into our office once, and Rocky came blazing and barking at him. But uh, he got to his feet, and then he just looked up at the FedEx guy and was like, I don't know what to do now. Like, <laughs> That's what my I guess you're do. here. Uh, <laughs> and so now what? Um, so no, Rocky is, uh, luckily, he does not bite anyone. But these are actually um, very frequent. I, I remember when I got my first case with a postal worker bit by a dog. I thought it was a joke, um, but they're real. Um, but you think about it, think of the amount of encounters they yeah. have on a daily basis. So the numbers maybe are not that high with all things considered. The mail must go through rain or shine or dog bite. Um, but also I noticed it said, it said the article said it was uh, attacks, which don't necessarily imply bites, right? I don't know how they're counting these instances. Uh, uh, but you know, you know, it, it, the mail carriers carry mace with them or pepper spray, and 
uh, truth is it's you know it's one of the hazards of, of the job you get you, you go into people's homes you walk up uh, you know past their front porch uh, steps to drop off mail you're gonna get um, you're gonna get Fido you know upset with you so it does happen it is real and um, it just uh, it's one of those things so what happens in these cases mailman gets bit attacked something he's got medical bills or whatever like who does he sue the family like is that who ends up getting sued you sue here? the dog. <laughs> yeah, the dog. You don't see the dog. Well, the dog, the the dog, uh, hopefully is um, lives in a home where the home uh, owner uh, has uh, insurance that covers this kind of thing. Now, remember, a lot of these policies have exclusions and have, you know, have carve outs. Uh, you know, because there are certain dangerous dog breeds, uh, like pit bulls, for example, where a lot of insurance companies won't cover them. They'll be specifically excluded in the policy, which I, we always talk about this. Read your insurance policy. Just because you buy insurance and they say they're going to cover you, uh, there's always the fine print and, and the, you know, the devil's in the details. Uh, so, the, you know, hopefully there is some form of insurance. Um, and then it depends on the state. You know, here in Nevada the dog gets a free bite so to speak right the dog gets to get you know you you have to you have to prove if, if we're bringing a case the dog has a prior instance uh of of an attack that would uh, show that the owner of the dog is aware that the dog is dangerous and we've you know we successfully proved that it's just an extra hurdle it's something it's you know why you hire sam nash because we we go the extra distance to make sure that the stuff happens but you have to go and prove that and and it takes a little bit of research and because the insurance company the first thing they'll tell you is hey um you know they're you know we're not we're not you know we're not responsible because the first time that Rocky has ever bitten anybody. You heard you heard Ashley, typical dog owner. Her dog can't do any wrong. <laughs> no chance. Although Rocky is sweet, so I do yeah. I do tend to believe her. Of course. But seriously guys, pro tip for all of your listeners who adopted dogs during COVID, go read your homeowners or rental policy to see what kind of exclusions they have for animals because some of these policies include even if there's any amount of pit bull in your dog's blood they will not cover any bite or something like that and i don't mean to pick on pit bulls but that's like the most common so if you have a mixed breed and it's not like a purebred pit bull if there's any suspicion it has some part of it that is pit bull it might be excluded so everyone go read your policies make sure you're covered because god forbid you don't want to be uh left with these bills on your own Wait, do you have to do like a 23andMe for your dog? Yeah, of course. Find no, out you just have to get an insurance to. policy that doesn't have that exclusion. <laughs> well, I get Rocky to spit in a tube. You send it off. You find Pluck out one of his it, short you know. hairs. Uh, I, have a, I have a very specific question in regards to dogs. How would they fall under the idea of like self-defense? Obviously not the mailman, but if somebody was like, I don't know, attacking or robbing you, like how do they fall under self-defense when it comes to attacking somebody on your property? Ooh, that's a good question. So, like, if you, you know, if somebody breaks into your house and gets attacked by your dog, um, that's, that's, most cases, that's okay. I mean, that's, that's a, a risk Then that person has come on the property in a different, they have a different legal standing because they're an intruder, they're a burglar, they're a trespasser, and now they're, you know, they're coming onto your property. Uh, one thing that will always help liability-wise is if you do have a sign-up that says dogs don't put on the sign you know vicious dogs because you don't want because that's admitting that you know you have a vicious dog but just put up a dog sign you've got a dog and um and that's it now the people are on notice and if somebody trespasses onto your property 
different than the FedEx guy, different than the mailman. Now, all of a sudden, they get bit, and, and they try to sue you, and you go, what are you doing? You, you trespassed. I put up a dog sign. You, uh, you accepted that risk. It was an assumption of risk that you took. Uh, another story I want to get to is Shelby Houlihan, who is a U.S. champion in track and field. She tested positive for a steroid, and she is out. She has been labeled as a cheater. Uh, her reasoning, her story, though, is that she ate a pork burrito from a food truck shortly before <laughs> this test, and that is what led to this. She has gone as far to have a, a second uh, opinion, to do a hair test, to basically prove that there was no buildup of this steroid, that it was like a one-time instance of this being in her body. Ah, it feels like tainted meat is always the excuse, so how believable is that? Tyler, how oh many of... How many of your bad life choices have you blamed on a burrito? It's the burrito defense. It's my go-to. Um, <laughs> no, I think this is like the poppy ba- poppy seed bagel defense for athletes. I don't know. Um, yeah, this is probably not the first or last thing that a pork burrito from a food truck takes down this year, but it's sad. So these steroid tests are always conducted, and the, they're looking for traces of the steroid. And it and it what we don't know is how much what concentration of the steroid did they find uh, in her blood and and the the truth is I I suppose it's conceivable right we dealt with this with the horse and the Kentucky Derby and <laughs> and you know and well there was some sort of ointment they put on the horse and you know consequently tested positive whatever um, it all dep- I mean it, it is conceivable the science backs it I suppose that you could eat something that has the the, the tainted substance in it and then it shows up in your bloodstream but but if if they found certain parts per million elevated I mean and and you'd have to eat I don't know 30 tainted burritos to get that form of concentration in your bloodstream that's where it's going to come down to the numbers to the science to the experts to debate you know whether this is this is valid or not so does anyone know if we gave the Kentucky Derby horse a polygraph I'm, I mean I'm a little curious on that <laughs> So there was another runner in Kenya earlier this year that tested positive for this same thing. And he also blamed meat that he ate and it went to like arbitration and they upheld the ban. And apparently they upheld it because he could not provide to them a sample of the meat that he ate to be tested for, Hey, does it have it in there? Like this is, this, this isn't in the realm of Lee. This is just, you know, the U S track and field or the Kenyan track and field association. Is that like a good process for them to go through of, okay, you say it was tainted meat, give us the tainted meat, we'll test it, and if it's true, then you're good to go. Do you save a portion of every meal that you've eaten no, off to the side? not necessarily. I mean, so I, <laughs> just in case. Just, I mean, it's best, we now know it's best practice to do so. <laughs> just keep a little fridge filled with all your leftovers. Yeah, I don't think it's fair. I mean, I just don't think it's it, fair. It, I, it would help. It would absolutely help his case if he could provide the sam- a sample of it or similar meat, but the expectation that you have to do that or else you're guilty, that's, yeah. no, that's ridiculous. If what she said is true and, like, she's got this hair test that says it was, you know, proves it was one time and it wasn't a buildup of it, she's facing a ban of four years. Doesn't that seem like a harsh punishment if what she's saying is true? Well, yeah, any I, form of punishment, right, would be inappropriate if what she's saying is true. Um, but and and yeah, so I think that I think that here it's she's gonna 
there's if they're taking something away from her, there's going to be a, a due process, uh, you know, some kind of a process that that runs that that gives her the opportunity to challenge it, and and it's gonna come down to the science and and what I you know she needs to lawyer up, and that lawyer needs to find her a really really good expert that can testify incredibly you know through declaration or you know signed oath declaration that he has that that this he's examined this and that this is what you know they 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 think caused it and that would be a way for her to challenge this but yes yeah, it's, it's not it's not fair certainly if this if this wasn't something that she took to enhance her performance and it's just an, an error then it's not it's not it's not right so let's just go out on a limb and say maybe she's lying and <laughs> The does the does the, the the food truck do they get to go like hey you like de, like you defamed me here you said you blamed my like people haven't been eating here because we sell steroid burritos <laughs> do they have any recourse yeah if their if their primary demo is catering to Olympic athletes or <laughs> get tested <laughs> then sure but um, it's not like it made her sick or anything like that it just increased a, a level of a certain steroid. Oh, so it might be good advertising. Yeah. <laughs> well, they are Sam and Ash again. It's 702-820-1234 or SamandAshLaw.com. Guys, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank Take you. care. I hope Ed see comes ya. back. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, don't uh, eat your pork burrito if you got to pass a drug test or anything like that. A little dangerous for you. I love it. I love that it's always tainted meat. Like it's it reminds me of Nate Schmidt here in Vegas when he tested positive yeah. and we we heard tainted meat we heard the smoothie like they they threw well, out anything actually, that was like it could have been any of that's these. that's that was what was pop, popped in my head with this is man smoothie king should have gone after <laughs> the Golden Knights is like hey we don't put steroids in our smoothies but like you said it's good advertising You'd be like oh. I'm gonna get ripped if I go. There's to just gonna game. be a lot of really swole guys at Jamba Juice. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right, coming up next, Golden Knights game two is tonight, but we're gonna take a look ahead to the future because Alec Martinez might not be back next season. Call Sam at Ash at 702-820-1234 or visit their website, samandashlaw.com. Sam and Ash, because you deserve what's right. Bischoff's briefs. I'm asking you if you know the difference between right and wrong. I discovered at a very early age that if I talk long enough, I could make anything right or wrong. Bischoff's briefs. So either I'm God or truth is relative. Bischoff's briefs. And in either case, booyah. Bischoff's briefs. So Elliot Friedman... He's reporting that the Golden Knights have not talked to Alec Martinez about an extension and that an extension is unlikely to happen for Alec Martinez with the Golden Knights. Now, Alec Martinez this year has three goals in the playoffs, <laughs> is their leading scorer among defensemen as far as goals go. Uh, he scored nine goals in 53 games, 23 assists. He had 32 points from somebody that was not ever expected to be a point producer. Uh, very good for Alec Martinez. But he's an unrestricted free agent in the season. His current salary is $4 million. If you look at the Golden Knights this offseason, 
if you took their top 12 forwards, top six defensemen, and top two goaltenders that are under contract for next year, they're at $77.5 million is as a cap hit. Cap is going to stay the same at $81.5 million. So that would give the Golden Knights exactly $4 million to spend. Conceivably, they could just, yeah, there's four more million dollars for Alec Martinez, and he's back, and you're good to go. But in that scenario, you're losing Matias Janmark, you're losing Tomas Nosek, right? And Alec Martinez potentially coming back. So without spending that $4 million on anything, the Golden Knights' third line would be Alex Tuck, Nick Waugh, and then one of Cody Glass, Peyton Krebs, Keegan Colasar, or somebody like Dylan Sakura or Patrick Brown, somebody else, right? I forgot about Dylan Sakura. Yeah, so it'd be somebody like that would be your third line. Keegan Colasar, it seems unlikely the Golden Knights would go into a season with Keegan Colasar as the third line winger. I think they're fine with him playing there when guys are injured or whatever, but I don't think they're going into a season saying Keegan Colasar, third line winger. Uh, Cody Glass might get one more shot at that, but Cody Glass has not shown anything to say that, hey, he's going to be good as a third line winger and the way the Golden Knights have treated him as far as his playing time, they don't seem to have much faith in that being Cody Glass either. So Peyton Krebs it is. Peyton Krebs might be the best option in this scenario that we have created here where there haven't made any moves that's possible right they they gave Peyton Krebs a shot at the end of the season very small sample size it's possible Peyton Krebs is really good and that fixes the problem and it's no big deal but I don't know that George McPhee is going into a season where he expects to win a Stanley Cup with Peyton Krebs and that unknown as a third line winger so there's a bit of a hole there on the defensive side if you lose Alec Martinez what you're looking at is one of Nick Holden, Nick Haig, or Zach Whitecloud getting bumped up to the second pairing, right? It's not terrible, but it's also not ideal, right? You kind of prefer the Holden, Haig, Whitecloud trio to sort of be the combination for that last pairing. So there is some money to work with for the Golden Knights. Again, there's $4 million if you just add up their top uh, 20 players for next year, but they do have more holes than they actually have money to spend unless they go cheap or find some guys for really cheap unless they move a goalie. And here's a perfectly fair question for you. Who's more valuable to the Golden Knights right now? Robin Leonard or Alec Martinez? It's pretty obvious it's the guy that's actually playing in the playoff games and not the one that's sitting on the bench for all but one of the Golden Knights postseason games. And this is the exact conversation we had last offseason, the exact conversation we've had the entire season. Take Leonard and his $5 million cap hit, and would you rather have that or a $5 million center or a $5 million winger, right? For example, Riley Smith gets paid $5 million. Jonathan Marshall gets paid $5 million. Would you rather have another one of those or Robin Leonard? The Golden Knights might very well win the Stanley Cup this year. Right? They're into the final four teams. They're the favorite of the final four teams to do it. But even if they do so, having two high-paid goalies is still sub-optimal. Going into next offseason, regardless of whether they win the Cup or not, it's going to be in the best interest of this team to trade a goalie. And it, honestly, it doesn't matter which one. Like Marc-Andre Fleury, there's a very good chance Marc-Andre Fleury wins the Conn Smythe and Stanley Cup this year that the Golden Knights win the cup and Flurry is the best player. If someone makes a huge offer, if somebody comes in and says, here's a first-round pick for Marc-Andre Flurry," you have to take it. You cannot say no to that. Because just last offseason, you were trying to trade him and you were going to have to give away a second-round pick and eat some of his salary. 
So if somebody makes a big offer for Flurry, you have to take it because here's the thing: Flurry is in his mid thirties and just had his is having his best year ever, right? It's probably the best time ever to trade him before he regresses back to normal, which is an above average goal, right? He's not the best in the sport, right? This is probably going to be the best time to trade him. So in that hypothetical, you trade Flurry, you clear his seven million dollar salary. Now you add that to the four million you have, and now you've got eleven million dollars to spend. And now you can easily bring back Matias Janmark, Alec Martinez, Tomas Nosik, and hell, you probably still have three or four million after that to go spend on somebody else if you want them to. You can basically bring back the same team that is in the Final Four, could win the Stanley Cup, minus one of the two goalies, minus Marc-Andre Fleury. Or here's what would be more likely to happen if they were to move Fleury and have $11 million to spend, George McPhee's not spending that on Alec Martinez and Matias Janmark. He's spending it on the biggest free agent name he can find. That's what he does. Alex Ovechkin is a free agent. Oh, God. I love it. It will be the Alex Ovechkin power hour. It will be. Um, yeah, here's here's one of the things that I'm just not buying. You're, you're saying they have to do it. They have to do it. They're not doing it. They're going to... They're, 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 they're gonna... They gave him an extension for no reason. They're going to keep him. And I assume what they're going to do is once Tomas, uh, Tomas Tatar's uh, money comes off the books, that'll free up enough space for them to re-sign uh, Martinez. It's only half a million. And it does come off the books next year. <laughs> but like, I literally went to Cap Fridley to be like, how much longer are they paying Tomas Tatar to be a healthy scratch for another team? You are right that they do not have to, but this team is going to be in the same cap salary cap situation that they were this year. And like last it worked year, out. right. But, but it's still not the optimal way to build a roster and any general manager, even if you win the Stanley cup, if your thought process is we're going to run it back with the same exact team, that's probably a dumb way to do it. You're probably not, well, you're not going back-to-back anyways most of the time, but that's probably a dumb way to do it. You can still have a better roster, and that's going to be the one place. Listen, Flurry or Leonard, honestly, it doesn't really matter, right? Flurry's, well, I don't know who's going to have more trade value. Flurry's older, has one year left on his deal, and is $7 million. Leonard's younger, $5 million, but Flurry just had his best season ever and has been awesome in the playoffs. Like it's carried over. He's still been great. So I don't know, like as a, if you're looking to the future, like Robin Leonard's the more valuable goalie to have just because he's under contract for longer. And he's probably going to be playing longer than Mark Andre Fleury. But like, if you were saying next season, which one do you want to win the Stanley cup? Fleury's probably the better option. So I don't, I don't know which one you'd actually prefer if you're trying to build a team, but it's in their best interest to not have both of these guys under contract for seven and five million next year. What you do is you put Flurry on the injured reserve until the playoffs, <laughs> and you roll with Leonard. But then you take Logan Thompson and you keep sending him up and down from Henderson so that you can save a little bit of more cap space. <laughs> then once you free up the Tatar money, that's how you keep Al Martinez. I do, I do enjoy this uh, steal the Tampa Bay model and put one of these goalies on long-term IR for the entire season. You know how bad. Think about how bad this division's going to be next year. Well, and okay, and that's the other. That's the biggest point in all of this is the Golden Knights were able to play their little salary cap games and not play with the full lineup, 
and still make the playoffs comfortably, right? They tied for the best record in the league. Now, you can look back and say they lost out on having the best record in hockey in the President's Trophy because they were playing around with their roster and they lost a lot of the games where they didn't have a full complement of skaters, but that ended up not mattering, right? They've got the best record of the four teams left, like so they're fine. So next year is going to be the same. The regular that that's this goalie conversation. The regular season is so unimportant because they're going to make the playoffs. They're probably going to lap the field in the Pacific next year. So having like the two goalie argument, well, they can rotate the regular season, keep them fresh. You could have played Oscar Dansk or Logan Thompson, and you would have been in the same situation. And it's going to be like that next year. They can Logan Thompson can be the backup goalie for this team and play 30 something games. They're going to win the Pacific division by 10 points. Like it's not going to Logan Thompson so could probably saying. be the starter and they win the Pacific division next year. So what you're saying is they put both Flurry yes. and Leonard on the yes. IR until and sign Ovechkin and I think like Taylor Hall is one of the other big time free agents or whatever. Absolutely. Who's a disc? Dougie Hamilton's available in a trade from the Hurricanes. Go trade for him. Just load up. No <laughs> goalies. No, none of your goalies make over seven dollars. Playoffs come around. Oh, they're healthy now. We're good to go. Perfect plan. All right. Coming up next. I got no idea what's coming up next, but. You got a chance to win a pair of tickets to go see British Rock Royalty at Las Vegas Ballpark. It's coming June 26th. You'll get two tickets to see them perform songs from The Who, Pink Floyd, David Bowie, Queen, and Led Zeppelin. Show will feature state-of-the-art lighting, videos, and lasers, followed by a fireworks display. June 26th, British Rock Royalty will take caller number 5 at 702-364-1100. 702-364-1100. I should have known. She didn't like me. I don't think anybody likes you. Jared, if you put your hands up like that again, we're getting a new producer. I like me. It's the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff. All right, congratulations to Tom. He won a pair of tickets to go see British Rock Royalty at Las Vegas Ballpark on June 26th. Also, congratulations to Lisa Keith. She is the winner of the two tickets to go to Golden Knights and Canadians tonight. Game two at T-Mobile Arena. We got a few of you qualified over the last few days, but Lisa Keith won the tickets. The rest of you do get your Porta Subs, two-foot subs, and your Golden Knights hat as well. So a special thanks to Porta Subs for that, and congratulations to Lisa for winning those tickets. Um, I was laughing at a tweet before we came on the air. This guy, Side Hustle King on Twitter, tweeted, would you rather get paid $1 million right now or $50 every month for the rest of your life? I'll take option B. That's what passive income is. Find a way to make passive income. It'll change your life. So quickly, the math on that, 50 bucks a month is $600 a year. And to get to a million, you'd have to live over a thousand years <laughs> I think is there is something in there so like if you're immortal <laughs> good play 50 bucks a month for the rest of your life yes yes that will eventually get you over a million dollars if you're not immortal <laughs> you might want to take the million dollars and not the 50 bucks a month what you could literally do is you could take the million dollars and give yourself 50 <laughs> yes. bucks a month. That's like a gift. 
Yes. Yes. You could take the million dollars, withdraw 50 bucks every month, and still have plenty of money to go blow on a house or something. Like, this guy's acting like... How much would a million dollars in the bank just accrue in interest alone? <laughs> <laughs> He may I mean, like it's literally just by having it sit in a bank, you might make more than fifty yes. bucks a month. Like I like I, the point. I understand the point he's trying to make. <laughs> that like you know you'd rather have consistent income coming in every month, and that's like a good way to a pace yourself, but b also hey, you got money coming in every month. You go have a real job, and yeah, fun income. But fifty dollars a month versus a million dollars. Like maybe if it was like ah five hundred thousand dollars a month, fifty thousand dollars a month, like okay, yeah, of course. But um, fifty, the, <laughs> like, like. Uh, I, I love that we've we've got like a minute, two minutes left, and we've just totally lost the plot. To completely make you like the poor guy, would fifty dollars a month even change your life? No, because I would wind up like being like I would wind up. It's not enough money to actually like help me pay a bill. Right. So what I would do with it is I'd probably go gamble it. So right. That I could try to turn it into more than fifty dollars a month. Right. It's like fifty bucks. Okay. I can't pay rent. I can't pay my car payment. Like, uh, like you can buy gro. I get you can buy groceries. Like you can you do can't something. Buy, I, I could. The, Groceries cost a hun- like at least a hundred dollars normally. Yeah, I every know. time I, I go to the grocery store, I know, but you, you know, I could buy cheaper at the grocery store if I needed to. But like, yeah, you can. It's just the, one of the dumbest tweets I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, there's no doubt it's one of the dumbest tweets I've ever seen. Uh, let's see, side hustle king on Twitter says he's a CEO, doesn't say of what, and that he forty thousand dollars made in six months. I help people make money. Unless it's advising you whether to take a million dollars now or fifty dollars a month. <laughs> I also it's a passive No, people just need income. Like you like, 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 like passive income, not passive income. Just give me the money. Yes. Just have the uh, having the money up front is always going to be better. Like, yes, you might be respon- irresponsible and blow it, but that's on you. You'd rather have all of the money up front than delay it into eternity like this guy did for his fifty dollars. What is it? Bobby Bonilla? Yes. <laughs> like that that's what I want a month yeah. or a year. Yeah. So maybe Side Hustle King on Twitter is immortal. Maybe he's gonna be laughing at us in like three thousand years when he finally eclipses <laughs> the million dollar threshold that the rest of us got right away. <laughs>